I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Stu? Is that hey, you? Hey, Brandon. It's me. How are you? I'm doing well. Is um, this the sportive? This is. It can be. Where are we? Do you want it to be? We can. We can have. I mean, we're not going to start another podcast that we do infrequently. Yeah, we might. It well seems like a really bad one. idea. Well, I miss being stared at suspiciously in public so badly. We decided we had to do another <laughs> in person. So we have decided to post up at New Bohemia, Golden Valley. Yeah, it looks like it's in an old garage, like an old like tire place or something, where you get like you know the car would get up on the lift and they like you know check under the hood and. Do the ball bearings? German industrial is how I would describe. This yeah, I mean, there's here. there's garage doors right behind you. So sure, I mean, yeah, it's I drafty. Mean, I yeah, I don't quite know what the aesthetic is here, but it's nice. They have Surly on tap, which is good. They do. Um, it's mostly founders. I don't really, you know, they have a lot of founders. They must have had a tap takeover. They have like uh, for fans of the the hardcore stout fans who listen to us, which is probably. At least seven of our ten listeners. Yeah, uh, they have both uh, Kentucky and Canadian breakfast out on tap. Um, it's fourteen bucks a pour, but it's a good beer. So you know, good luck on that. There's so many heavy beers. So many. Yeah, we're just, I'm, I'm having a surly hell. Yeah, I think you're having a prize miraculum. Yep, yep, yep. Cool. Um, uh, just to get a little of the logistics down, there's no server here coming to us. No, so not I'm a one. Be drinking on an empty stomach. Oh no. Which uh, you'd think, as a as a full fledged dad, mm-hmm. I would know better by now. I went out, and I I'm uh, just in terms of my social life and my drinking ability now. I'm like, a, I'll drink Friday a few beers, and I'll drink Saturday a few beers. Mm-hmm. I might mix in a weekday one or two, but it's not really know. a thing. Yeah. For some reason, I had a couple events last week, and I had a friend in town. I went out Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Holy and had beers, crap! Three days in a row. And each one of those days, I drank on an empty stomach. Oh. And each one of those days, I was drinking Surly Furious. I don't know how this worked out three days in a row. That's, That's weird. I have to tell you, I was knocking on heaven's door at this point. <laughs> I was so close to death. It was the stupidest thing I've done in a long time. Again, you'd think I would know better. I'm a dad. Did Jones and Fitzy give you any, like, you know, respite? They take it easy on you? or? I think Danielle could kind of sense I was I was going through some things. I was busy. <laughs> I was clearly like felt way more hungover or sick than I should have, yeah. and so I sort of explained like, yeah, for some reason I went to this event that didn't have food, and for some know, reason, yeah, it's just a thing that happened. Yeah. And I try to always say when someone offers you a beer, I try to say yes, yep. um, and I did say yes. Mm-hmm. 
And that just it backfired on me. You're so. on your way to the bingo parlor. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, and so it's going to happen again tonight. So I just want to use, use that as a very quick disclaimer that we should not be judged for anything that we can or will say this evening. Yes, we don't even know if the audio quality is going to be good enough to post this. But might not happen. Yeah, it may not happen. But, you know, we, we're, we're just going to try. You know, uh, recording a podcast and not posting it is just another way to say hanging out with your friend. It is. It's, you know. And also, I mean, we've, I mean, obviously set the bar for Minnesota sports podcasts. We have. Um, another one is just to do a podcast and not post it. Yeah, we love doing that. Oh, yeah. We've done it a good five, six times. Each one better than the last. They have been so good. Our best stuff. We've had guests. We've had, like, Brian Stensoss from the Star oh, Tribune. Oh, man. That's right. <laughs> just Literally just not Sorry. Post. Yep. Not going to happen. At least 45 minutes worth of Zach Floyd is somewhere. Who knows where? Ether. It could be. Yeah, it could be in the Pacific Ocean right oh, next man. to that Indonesian plane, which Our they best. still have not found. No, sad. Uh, okay, let's get started right. on some sports talk because we're sports buddies. So I think the most newsworthy thing that happened is the Vikings. Zimmer, yes. I think, in particular, canned his offensive coordinator Yep. after, what, 11 games? Uh, 13 games. They've played 13 games? Yep, there's only three games left in the regular season, This is season, not a Brandon. good start for me. This is not a good start That's at okay. all. That's uh, okay. Okay, and uh, is it possible that the problem was that they didn't run the ball enough? That's not um, possible, is it? It's not. Um, the problem is their offensive line sucks. Yeah, that's um, – yeah. And I think Zimmer thinks he can fix it by running the ball more, but they can't run block. So Huge problem. It's a very big – it's a big problem. They have a talented running back in Dalvin Cook when he's healthy yep. and a talented backup in Latavius Murray. But the only game they've run well in was against the Jets, who have the worst run defense in na- the National Football League. Mm-hmm. So they did really well, and it's – it's weird that they went into the tank offensively after that game. Right. And I don't quite know what – I don't know if Zimmer thinks, well, that's the key. We can do that every week. And um, certainly Filippo should not be held – well, he's already been held accountable. He lost his job. Yep. But, man, I uh, I that's don't know. I mean, No, they're going to go three and out the first series running the ball on Sunday – and it's going to get really weird at the U.S. Bank Stadium, I think. I, 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 it's going it to – it seems really desperate. And it should be desperate because they had Super Bowl aspirations yeah. and they're currently clinging to the sixth seed. And I know I'm a, a poochie, right? A, yes, you are. One of these stupid millennials that keeps ruining things. Yes. One thing that I think we millennials ruined was the idea that you need to run to win. But I think it's, it's been adopted by a lot of really good offensive teams that you actually don't need to. No. Especially when you've got Diggs and Thielen on the team. I kind of don't want them to run. Hi. The best teams in the league uh, pass, like, all Crazy. the time. Yeah. Kansas City, San Diego, New Orleans, and the Rams. They have gr- – um, the balance of them have good to great running backs. But the, who can also catch the ball. And that's why they catch do the ball the damage. And so, Cook is the same way, right? Like, I feel like he's been he's, really good catching the ball. Yeah. And it's I, I don't know. It makes no sense to me running the ball more when you don't have an offensive line equipped to do that. It makes no sense. Even other if it than, does make other sense. than out of just sheer stubbornness, As and a that fan. is Mike Zimmer's trademark. Is that he's <laughs> yeah. stubborn? He's yeah. and I mean he's obviously a good coach. There's no disputing that. Yeah, but he's got a bit of the red ass to him. A little bit. 
and he's got a bit, but he's he's a red ass who's also a messy bitch who lives for the drama. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed that or not. Yeah, and I don't bit. know if those two bit. things can work together necessarily. So it's, I mean, I hope he's right. I would I would rather uh, the Vikings got into the playoffs for something to do this winter. Yeah, it's, it'd right. be fun. Um, but man, I he's out. He he might be a bit out over his skis on this one, but. He knows more about football than I do. I don't dispute that. But, yep. boy, I don't know about going to a more run-focused attack in 2018. That seems a little little uh, anachronistic at Yeah, best. and I think that you could also, if you were trying to take his side on this, say, well, you have to, you know, the, the old uh, gridiron, you got to establish the run so you can open up the pass or whatever. But, again, that's been disproven for years now there's a bunch of teams who are really awesome at just passing and never Mm -hmm. run the ball like the patriots for many years Mm -hmm. didn't run the ball well at all no and they had like you know lawrence maroney and a bunch of other guys yeah right Corey dillon if i remember see it was not like they were kevin falk yeah they didn't have zeke elliott or uh, todd Gurley or anyone like that um but again maybe he's right yeah, I mean, we don't. Who knows? Maybe they will just steamroll Miami on Sunday and get in the playoffs with a power running attack with a bunch of offensive linemen who are two hundred and ten pounds. I, but a part of me doesn't want him to be right because I don't like watching running. No, I mean aesthetically, it's boring as shit. Very boring. Like the Ravens, even though yeah. they've got Lamar Jackson, that's great. Yeah, but he throws the ball six times a game. Yeah, and it's. Him running or a bunch of other guys running, and I, I tried to watch it because I like Lamar Jackson. I'm kind of rooting yeah. for him. Uh, I just like guys who are underrated or whatever. But I tried really hard, and I was like, "Oh, that's that's enough of that." No, that's that's plenty. Let's go back to the Chiefs game. Yeah, watch and Mahomes. Exactly. I mean, that, yeah, that last night and was a fun game to watch because yeah. it was just Rivers versus Mahomes. Um, obviously, the Rams, um, the Rams Chiefs game was amazing. Um, oh yeah. So I mean, I, it, it makes I both uh, both in the fun to watch meter and in how the NFL is trending meter, what the Vikings are doing seems. Uh, boy, I, I man, I am skeptical. Let's skeptical. all get out. Yeah, with I, allowing for the fact that I'm wrong all the time. Oh, of course. Yeah, just constantly, almost comically wrong. If you about had any everything. shame, you'd be ashamed. But I know, but I don't. So that part's gone. No. The NFL, by and large, seems like it's been really good this year, right? Like compared to other years? Yeah, the ratings are up. Um, people are still protesting and taking a knee, and the ratings are up. So that kind of ruins a talking point for a couple of yeah, really, was, really dumb motherfuckers. But what are you going to do? Right. Um, yeah, it's been it's, the product itself, if you can make the allowances that it's a horrible sport that damages everyone who plays it. Yep. And we've all made that deal with the devil by continuing to watch it. Um, it's been fun to watch. I've enjoyed right. watching football this year, and I hate myself for it every minute that I watch it, and I'm a bad person for watching it. Do you think, okay, so if you look back to the NFL five mm. years ago, mm-hmm. I just watched uh, 2013 whatever. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually done this because I don't care to. I'm just, I just like talking and pretending I know stuff. Yeah. Hence the podcast. Hence the podcast. If you did that, my guess is that you would see a game that's different and a lot more brutal hits even five years ago than you yeah. see now. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like when I watch football, and again, I don't watch a ton of it, but I, I do watch a fair amount. Every time there's a hard hit uh, in the middle of the field mm-hmm. or out of bounds or whatever, there's a flag, there's mm-hmm. a something. Mm-hmm. They do seem to be policing it. So I'm wondering if the the point of view of like, mm-hmm. well, it's still terrible. Is it like, it's just, it, is is that deck chairs off the Titanic where some of that stuff isn't really helping or it still is just so brutal that. Yeah, I think um, just the games that we don't see, the high school games, the Division Two games. Right. Um, where it's maybe not regulated as hard. That's where all the damage is happening. And right. it's the younger brains and younger limbs and younger muscles that are getting shredded. Um, and we don't see that. When it gets to the NFL, you know, maybe the hits aren't as brutal as they once were, but the damage is done. Do you think it's unsavable? I have thought about this, and... Um, Provided the seas, the boiling seas don't swallow us all, I would sure. like to see in like 15, 20 years what the most popular American sport's going to be. Uh-huh. My money's on soccer. Really? I just wow. Think, yes. Soccer or basketball? One sure. of the two. Sure. Okay. Um, but I, uh, I, again, always wrong, of course. out loud, all the time. So maybe the NFL hangs on by embracing these things, making it a little more offensively oriented, making it a little less of a brutal slog. Um, again, the product is more entertaining to watch this year than it's been in a couple of years. Agreed. And it's mostly due to those teams that don't run the ball all the time and rely on their defense. They get on top of you early, let their defense kind of like, you know, freelance a little bit and – it's a much more enjoyable product if you like watching entertaining things. If you are an old school, I love the 17 to 13 games. I love two to one baseball games. Um, I love when a white guy tries really hard overcoming yeah. limited ability guy. Oh. Then it's probably a little less fun for you. I like seeing like pulling guards. Yeah. On a run. I love seeing fullback dives. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a little – it's going to be difficult for them, but they've still got two more years of Trump. They'll be okay. Yeah, right. Maybe six. You never I know. know. I just wonder if the changes that they're making are helping. I feel like they are, but I don't know. Like, it's hard to say. And they can continue making some of these changes. And I've heard the argument of, like, okay, well, they're going to just kind of – uh, dip their toe in, and then every year we'll make a little bit better changes and better changes. They can't do it all wholesale because no. change is hard, right? Yeah. Change is hard for everybody, exactly. especially probably like grown-ass men that are watching football. Mm-hmm. So they can't do the uh, 15-yard penalty for uh, using your helmet and the quarterback stuff and get rid of kickoffs mm-hmm. and get rid of this, that, whatever. They can't do it all at once. You have to do it mm-hmm. once, it, you know, whatever. I just think, like, if every year they continue to tone it down a little bit, I wonder if that becomes something different. And I think that's a very valid argument. But I also mm-hmm. see the other argument, which is, like, the point of the game is tackling somebody. Yep. That has to be violent. There is no mm-hmm. way that you're going to tell yep. someone their job is to stop this person from catching this ball, mm-hmm. and they go over the middle, mm-hmm. and they jump for the ball. Like, I, you're not just going to put your hands on them right. and try to – hopefully wrap them up where someone else tackles him so no one gets hurt like waiting waiting for the referee to blow the whistle like i just don't see it being possible if you had to change the 
the rules where it's like all you have to do is stop forward progress. Mm. That might do something, but then it becomes, again, he still caught the ball, right? Yeah. So that's the whole you have to take away, like, no, 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 I need him to not catch that ball. My job depends on it. I'm going to hit him as hard as I fucking can mm-hmm. so he doesn't catch the ball over the middle because that's a first down and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how you solve any of those problems. Again, I think the work that they've been doing to keep quarterbacks healthy has been great. I know there's some shitty quarterbacks playing right now, but I feel like in past years there were so many more of those guys playing, so that's good news. I love that they got rid of that jacked-up segment. <laughs> oh, man. That was a legitimate thing that happened, oh, not in our lifetimes. Yeah, like, I know. Not like 30 years ago. Like no. It was just happening. It was like five years ago. There was a dude, they would get hit hard and probably get a concussion, yep. and then they would play it, and other guys would say in unison, uni- mm-hmm. unison, he got jacked up, and then they would laugh about it as he's like laying, having some sort of seizure on the field. They would laugh about it. Yeah. As one does. As one as, does. As he's doing the arm, the arms are like straight yeah, up yeah, in the air, yeah. like he's a zombie. Very recently. Yeah. So like those sort of things, again, I, I'm just wondering if any of it's actually helping or not. It's, yeah. And I, I also don't want to give any credit to like Roger Goodell. It's a piece of shit, obviously. Yeah. No redeeming qualities. No. Um, but I don't know. And I have to say, like, again, as a dirty millennial who's ruining everything, mm-hmm. I have two kids, seven and four. And they watch a bunch of crazy shit when they have when they have the opportunity. You know, we'll let them get their tablets or iPads or whatever mm-hmm. and watch. But don't judge me. Only seven eight hours a day. Okay, only from five until and they go to bed at just around midnight. Yeah, just only those seven hours. Besides yeah, just, that, they're yeah. I mean, they have Mountain Dew. I mean, they're going to be fine. Yeah, yeah, they're good. They're energized. It's great. Yep. Anyway, wh- somehow randomly they came, and I don't even know how this happened or what this was, and I haven't had the time to look into it because, again, I have a podcast. I'm not supposed to look mm-hmm. into stuff. I'm supposed to just pretend that I know. They were watching some football league of some sort of like a flag football league mm-hmm. that had like Michael Vick was in the league and Justin Force Forsett, Forsett, I think is his name. Yeah. yeah. He was in the league, and those are the only two guys. That, oh, the other quarterback was um, uh, not Colt McCoy, but another tall white guy who should have been good and get, had a 1,000 chances, and it didn't end up working out. We're not even going to start on the names because there's a million of them. Not Colin Kaepernick, obviously. No, no, no. Oh. No, I'm sorry. I made it cut out. White guy. White guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah obviously. Loves, Chris loves America. maybe. Sure. Or like one of the McCown brothers. Probably a McCown. Probably a McCown. Anyway, he or was McNown. the other quarterback. Maybe, maybe it was Cade McNown. You never know. Maybe McNown. You May have know. been the uh, sex cannon, Rex Grossman. Very possible. There's so many of these guys that have had a billion chances. Anyway, mm-hmm. it was one of those guys. And so my kid has got it on our actual TV screen, mm-hmm. you know, and he's watching it. And I have to tell you, as a dirty millennial, it's kind of fun. It's kind of <laughs> fun to watch. It's a flag football league. And I don't know the exact components of the rules of you had X amount of downs to get into the whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was legitimate, just flags. Yeah. Running around. They had these sort of like, oh, uh, Terrell Owens was in the league. Wow. I think. Ocho Cinco. Like, it's a oh, legitimate wow. thing. Wow. Um, they had sideline reporters and shit. Huh. I have no idea what this thing is. They had little yeah. helmets on, almost like uh, college wrestling helmets that they were like, wearing. Oh, Just okay. to protect a little bit. Yeah. And there was like a... Uh, the uh, quarterback, there was no rusher. It was like a, you had three seconds or five, whatever, to get it out, and then a buzzer would sound or whatever, yeah. or they would blitz or who knows. But, again, kind of fun to watch. Maybe wow. not the NFL level, yeah. but kind of fun. 
Right. Kind of like arena football, maybe? Kind of. So I'm just wondering, like, if, if, if other leagues are going to keep sort of cutting into the NFL with, like, hey, this is fun, mm-hmm. and it's not – it doesn't take four hours. Yeah. And uh, there's no problems with dudes getting hurt because that just doesn't happen in that league. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, like you're saying, in 20 years what the what it's like. Yeah. I, I – I, Again, my, my marker is down for soccer and basketball, just because that's what the kids right. like. Um, it'll be, I think, I think hockey will be like auto racing. Sure, yep. it'll just have its little clicks of white people who love it. Yeah. Um, I think uh, baseball is going to be a little more popular, but again, the white people who love it, and basketball and soccer have a wider base of support and. The people who play it are younger and enjoy it are younger. They're going to get older. That's what they grew up with. Yeah. That's what they're going to like. It'll be interesting to see. I think one thing that basketball has had going for it because it's such a modern game is Mm. there's really nothing sacred Mm. really at all. Yeah. If they decided next year to put in a four-point line, which is probably the most insane thing you could possibly do, (laughs) I feel like fans would be like, all right, well, we'll see what that works. Yeah. If they decided next year to move the mound in baseball back six inches, pand- pandemonium. Just oh, yeah. riots in the street. Oh, How God. fucking dare you change? If they're like, no, 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 six inches. <clears throat> Everything else is the same. There are still three outs. Nope. There's still 90-foot bases. Nope. There are still 100, whatever. That would be – so I think – and football is kind of a little bit more of the baseball thing where if they decided I, to make another – again, I think the simplest thing is, like, there are no kickoffs anymore. That's mm-hmm. dangerous, no. and it barely leads to much excitement at all. We're not no. doing it. No. People are not going to be happy about that sort of stuff. So that's, I think, what's the nice thing about basketball is it can mm-hmm. continue to change with the times yeah. in a way that's, like, you can complain if you want to about it, and that's fine, but mm. it doesn't have that kind of holding it back. But, and I wonder where soccer is going to fall on that spectrum of, like, is it traditional or is it, like, we're going to do different shit? I mean, they're expanding like crazy. Oh, they're yeah. uh, So we'll see. I don't know. I'm trying to imagine just how much harumphing there would be over a six-inch mound shift. Well, I don't think, I mean. The harumphing would be galactic. Much harumphing. And uh, I think people need to start, uh, for our older, more traditional segments of listeners, I'd probably start wrapping your head around that mentally just in case, just for contingency purposes, because mm-hmm. that's going to be on the table, I think, pretty soon. Guys throw so fucking hard. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of really smart people who love baseball and are obsessed with it that have said that that could be maybe the solution. Mm-hmm. It would just basically get us back to 10 years ago in terms of how many balls are in play. Yeah. Um, so so we'll see. Um. You know, my idea of only two outfielders, probably not going to happen. No fences anymore, probably not going to happen. No, Start no. with a two-one count, I don't think so. My actual idea of a six-man lineup doesn't help anything at all. No. I love it, but it's not going to help anything. So how about only that Astudio is allowed? <laughs> he, he and his, uh, his types are allowed in the league. Ball and play all the time. Just big, thick, stocky boys. Oh, God, I would stocky love it. Stocky boys. Just the, the, the entire best. league. Oh. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. But I, I, I do think, and maybe this is just one of those weird things, I've been so down on the NFL for so many years. It did feel like a little bit different this year, and I don't really know why. That it's, said, do you play fantasy football, right? I do. I feel like, and maybe it's just me, 
so much of my paying attention to the NFL is because of fantasy. So yeah. I, I had like a bye week last week. Cool playoff brag, mm-hmm. by the way. And I didn't even pay. I have I have no idea what happened last week in the NFL. Yeah, it was a down week. <clears throat> if you were playing that week and you had Todd Gurley, you lost because wow. he was terrible last That's week. That's amazing. Yeah. So we got off on a tangent there. Boy, we did. As we're wont to do. But I think that we, this was supposed to be about the Vikings OC. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Kevin Stef- Stefanski. Stefanski. Yes. Who I wonder if you gave him uh, sodium pentothal, what his actual thoughts are about the Vikings organization. Because if I remember right, he wanted to go take another job. He was offered was the job to be the uh, offensive coordinator for the defending world champions. He and was told you cannot take that job. Yes. And so he stayed with the people who told him some of the worst, maybe the worst professional news of his life. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's going to do his best, and he's a good guy, but mm-hmm. he's out of here as soon as humanly possible, right? I would think. He should not have any loyalty to disloyal people. No. And, of course, I think Zimmer's point was he, like, showed loyalty to those coaches. He wanted a little loyalty back from those coaches. He showed loyalty because... Like Zimmer, or I'm sorry, Spielman maybe wanted him fired and he stuck up for them or something? I have no idea. We don't know. But really is that his, at least his argument? I don't, I don't know what his argument is. I can't, I, right. I can't read Zimmer's mind and Chicken Fingers isn't here. Yeah, I know. That's our, he's our. Yeah, that's a bummer. He's our, he's our Zimmer, Zimmer whisperer. He's our proxy. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're grouchy too. Um, what do you think? What's really going on here? Yeah, and right. So, yeah, it's. I don't know. It's just an interesting thing. I mean, good for that guy. I also, I'm surprised that that's a thing that's allowed to happen. But yeah, uh, it seems weird. I don't know what kind of union. I don't. I don't know if the coaches even have a union. I know the players I do. Because you would think there's no way that they can cock block you if you want to get a promotion somewhere. Yeah. And it's again, it just seemed a little. Yeah, I. Again, I like Zimmer, but boy, that's that kind of was like. I, I don't know about that one. Mike. The optics. And yes, maybe the backstory is that he like suck up for them when Spielman wanted to clean house after a bad season. Yep. And if that's the case, then I get it. But boy, got him a huge raise or something. And but shit, man. I mean, it's someone offers you that. I mean, he could have been the offensive coordinator. I mean, and again, there the Eagles are have their own troubles this year too. So right. it's not like. He, and again, maybe that's and they've had injuries galore. I mean, Wentz has been hurt most of the year, so I, it's. I don't know. It's it's I. I think I would. Uh, I'm not going to be able to finish this sentence without drinking a beer here. Hold on. Okay. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And we're back. We're back. Um, God, I lost my train of thought entirely. Well, I think that it always... I mean, I manage people, and I've had people that I really like on my team, and I really want to be on the team for a long time come to me and say, hey, I got another opportunity. Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm like, no, (laughs) please, you can't. (laughs) Please don't leave me. I have to go. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. But you don't actually say that out loud. Oh, yeah. You don't actually act on it. Yeah. I mean, we recently had someone leave Surly, who we would have loved to have kept, but, you know, her husband got a job out in Montana. What are you going to do? So it's like, well. Yeah, can't, no, you can't, can't. You can't. Yeah, no, you can't. You got to stay here. Sorry about your husband. Right. Tell him to get a job at Target. You know, right. just see. It's, it's there's, there's got to be more to it. I'm sure, but it, it's a kind of a bummer, and I do feel bad for that guy. Maybe he's a real asshole too. You never know. Possibly. Yeah, I mean Stefanski. So you know, he's like you know Eastern European. Yeah, those Stefanskis. You, you never know. You We've all known know. one or two growing up in high school. Oh yeah, you just never know. That's yeah, Stefanski they, clan. Yeah, they all smell sort of like meat. It's, just sort of, yeah. It's uh, you don't just a hint of meat, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, I come from I come from that part of the world, and it's just like you just yeah, we're not trustworthy, <laughs> right? Okay, should that wrap up our Viking segment? Probably yes. Before we get into more racial stereotyping, right? Very true. I don't know if we have to say too much about the twins. I know you got you and uh, Jonathan covered it last week. Jonathan sure Shoop, uh, scope, 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 like the. Toothpaste. Like the, scope like the mouthwash. Shoop, scope like the mouthwash. not like shoop like the um, salt and pepper song. Okay, so old John Scope. Yeah. Uh, and we don't have any sense of anything else that's going to happen, but we have to assume nope. something else is going to happen at some point, right? Yeah, I mean, they, they left the winter meetings without doing anything. Their names have been attached to Nelson Cruz for the longest time, and he has not signed anywhere else yet. Oh, I almost started singing for the longest time. That would have been weird. Um, Nelson Cruz for the longest time. Oh, um, but, yeah, they, uh, according to Lavelle, I think they're looking to get him at the right price, which is a very Twins thing to do. Oh, yeah. Um, but, I mean, they've already Bargain. got – you figure they've got the right side of the infield sewed up now. Yep, yep. With Cron uh, and, and Scope and Torres and the guy they got from the Yankees last year, Tyler Austin, I think. Austin, yep. So you figure somewhere that's like their right side. So now they're looking at bullpen. They got they're Jorge Polanco at short. Yep. Right. Yep. They got our our fantastically large son Sano at third. At third, yes. Jesus. Outfield um, is pretty well set. Pretty, yeah. So I mean, I assume it, the veteran bat, the uh, bullpen, and maybe a fifth starter is the. We want a starter. I want to start. I would think so. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, they've got options, but they don't have an option who's like this guy is going to be something special. And I think They're it's always fit. good to assume They're, that yeah. two people's elbows are going to explode yes. before you cannot, July. You need depth. You need, I mean, so much depth. Yeah. And that, honestly, that is, I think, the best thing that the uh, this regime has done. It's just kept adding arms. Right. Yeah. And because, I mean, this, I mean, every other year prior to this, they were looking at 60% of their rotation. Yeah. Sometimes right. 80%. Yeah. Um, they had one guy and they had her to have four. I and mean, it's so much easier when you only have to have one. I mean, that's... That is the one thing I think you can say has been an unqualified success. Yep. Is that they have 
pretty much gotten starting pitching figured out. They have options. They have and options. It's not have, like the worst yeah. options of all time. No, no, they don't have to bring in Scott Allred or Aldred. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're going right. to be they're going to be okay on that front. They may not have like nothing but number ones, but they have competent starting pitching, right. which is again, they were what was that seventy eight and eighty four last year. Because the entire because of the offense, the offense went to shit. So I mean, that's right. Which is rare. It's usually when they have a bad year, it's because the starting pitching. And has that's been just my dreadful. assumption too. I, I you know I hadn't really thought about last year in a while. You said seventy eight and eighty four, and I was like, goddamn pitching must have just. But I was like, but you're right. It wasn't yeah. the pitching. They improved from awful to middle of the pack. Yeah, but it's just the offense went south. Yeah, right. Well, it's the same story we've been talking about for years. It's Boxing and Sano. Yeah. That's uh, seriously. That is. That is. You tell us how they're going to be next year. We can probably give you a better idea of their record. Right. So yeah, I, I and I don't have any good answer to that yet. And neither do you. And neither do the twins. Nope. Totally true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, do you want to talk about the wolves? Sure. What's up with the wolves, Brandon? I get. I have not watched a game this year. You still haven't? Nope. Like I said, I'm holding out. I'm. My, my heart is. It's out there. You're ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to bring them into my heart, but Thibs has really made it difficult. Well, I assume there it's been better since Butler left, right? It's been a lot better. Yeah. It's been a lot more fun. I think if you, I think you can safely tune back in mm-hmm. because there's two things. Mm-hmm. One, Towns has been featured a lot more, mm-hmm. and Towns is very fun to watch. So that's number one selling point. Yes. You get to watch Towns again yeah. and not be a giant baby and complain that the ball hasn't been coming to him because mm-hmm. Butler's been uh, uh, bouncing the air out of the ball, right? Yeah. And then number two, this might be temporary, mm-hmm. but they either Tibbs is not yelling as much as he did mm-hmm. or, more likely, they move the microphones far enough away from the bench <laughs> that you can't hear it on TV. That's probably the case. I think that's probably it. That's very FSN just got like, you know, we've been getting a lot of complaints like from moms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's like, you know, the mic'd up segment? You're the opposite. You're not yeah. allowed to have a mic anywhere fucking near you. The kids aren't swearing, but they're just yelling at the cat all yeah, the time. Just constantly. About spacing. It's really <laughs> weird. Ice! <laughs> Oh, man. I know. It's been bad. But they are more fun to watch now, which is good. Well, good. Uh, they're also not great. So I think they're probably like a 500 team. Are they – um, if the season were to end today, are they in the playoffs? They are not in the playoffs. Okay. As we record this, I think they're like a 10 seed. Well, it's not bad, considering where they came from. Houston right now is the 14th best team in the league. There's legitimately – there's 15 teams uh, in the West. Yep. 14 of them are good. <laughs> Legitimately, there's one bad team, the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, who I think they're playing tonight. Yeah. as we record this, so oh, fans would love to know this already happened. Um, so that might be one to look at mm-hmm. over this next two weeks. Almost every game that they have, I think six out of their next seven games are fairly winnable games. Mm-hmm. So this might be a time to check back in okay. if you want to. Okay, I'll think about it. Just think about it. Those are my oh, yeah. only two selling points. I still hate them and think they're worthless, mm-hmm. and I want yes. Tibbs fired immediately. Yes, but, you, hate, um, you hate every minute that you're watching them, except for when Carl Anthony yeah. Towns is doing good. Uh, you know, I've been uh, the biggest Sixers fan in Minnesota for a long time now. Yes. And uh, that remains. But uh, So I know that our new guys are good because I've seen them play since they were just little young pups. Sarge and Covington, were, right? Sarge and Covington. Oh. And they're both awesome to watch. A little bit of, I think both of them are somewhat of the uh, 
um, diehard guys. You know, they're no. not like scoring a bunch of buckets, but. No. If you appreciate, like, oh, this guy rotates well on defense, all that stupid mm. bullshit that, like, guys like me care about, they're both just really good basketball players. Yeah. They're the anti-Wiggins. Yeah. You know, if you, like, a person first watched basketball, might watch Wiggins and be like, oh, it seems fine. He had, like, a dunk. <laughs> and when I looked later, he had 21 points. He's probably good, right? Yeah. yeah. But if you watch now, if you're like, no, it's, he was so bad. He was really, really bad. He was a net negative. These guys are the opposite of that. They're actually both net positives. So fun. So I would say yes. Um, but I know I'm on Wolves uh, rant probation, so I, I can't talk any more than that. Uh, can you talk about Butler and the Sixers at all, or is that even more of a rant waiting no, to no, happen? No, 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 that's fine. I just can't. Uh, if that's a question, I can for sure answer it. Okay. I don't know what to think right now. They've been pretty good with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Embiid made some sort of comment about uh, I'm not – Recently, they haven't yeah. been getting enough touches or something. I think it was one of those things that got blown out of proportion a little bit. He actually has yeah. been getting enough, and he's still yeah. amazing. So I think it was some sort of random comment that he made, so I'm not too worried about that. But mm-hmm. um, I think that they are going to be good and fun to watch for a while. Not a great fit. And Butler is, a, is again, he is the basketball equivalent of uh, a running back getting 30 carries a game. It's like that might work. <laughs> I get it. I don't want to watch it. You know, he's not fun no, to watch as a no. player. He's, uh, he's, he's not Earl Campbell and, is what you're saying. Yeah. Earl Campbell was fun to watch getting 30 carries. Right. Barry Sanders was fun watching getting 30 carries because you would see something amazing in one yeah, of those 30. he's not that. It was like the buildup. It was like one of those horror movies that does all the, the buildup, the buildup, the buildup, and then the boom, the scare, the spooky thing. Yeah, exactly. That was Earl Campbell and Barry Sanders. He's not Earl Campbell and Barry Sanders. No, no he's uh, like... He is Alfred uh, Kurt, Anderson. Curtis Martin. Curtis Martin. They're like, oh, good. He's amazing. Alfred I, Morris, just a nondescript running back who had one good year. Sean Alexander. Very Sean Alexander. I apologize Sean Alexander. to Seattle people listening to this. Yes, exactly. They love he Sean was very Alexander. Good for a he was. While. He was. Speaking of fantasy football, that guy was a monster in fantasy football. Yeah, yeah. I think he had twenty-five touchdowns one year. It was a good save. Good great. Sean Alexander yes. save. No problem. We both had. Uh, all right, so that's my Wolves chatter. Okay, those are my main sports topics. Oh, shit. We've only been going for a half hour. Only 36 minutes. Oh, man. Okay. What are we going to do? Uh, I have, a, I have a, a question and answer series for you. Oh, okay. Let's go. I don't know if this is going to work. Well, we can try it. I've been drinking. You had a beer. It's fine. No, I, I had a bunch of beers before this. Oh, that's right. Never mind. I know. That's why I'm nervous about that thing I was telling you earlier about getting okay. some food. I should have ordered something. You should order some food. Yeah, I've had three yeah. beers prior. Uh, okay. You're going to be fine. Okay. So here's what I'm going to call the Christmas Wish Knockout Round. Okay. For your quiz, and you're going to land on one thing that you could, your qu- Christmas mm-hmm. Wish. Okay. Okay, so we're going to start with this. Do you wish for the, again, this might be a dumb segment. We'll see how it goes. Do you wish that the Wolves would make the playoffs or they miss and Tibbs gets fired? If you have um, one wish. They miss and Tibbs gets fired. So you'd prefer that they miss the playoffs? Yes, because I'm not watching them. So I don't know what I'm missing. So what do you care? What do I care? Okay. okay. That, one, that one was easy. Yes, miss the playoffs, fire Tibbs, get some guy who doesn't yell so much. Okay. Okay, so now knockout so round. So, so yeah, we knocked out wolves make the playoffs. Yes, and I am. I think I'm one or no on things that Chicken Fingers would approve of. So okay, I'm so keep, keep keep mind, keeping a mental you know. checklist of that. Okay. Yes. 
So now the second one. So now you've got they miss the playoffs and Tibbs gets fired, or yes. you get to see the replacements in concert again. So miss the playoffs and Tibbs gets fired, or you get to see the replacements in concert again. Uh, replacements in concert again. So now I'm one and one with chicken fingers. Okay, so you yes. would rather see the replacements again. They were that yes. good. Yes. Was that an outside concert? Yes, at mid- the old Midway Stadium. I were, was they were busy great. for some reason. Everyone else in Minnesota was there. All the, was roughly all the flannel age. dads were there. Oh, right? God, so many dads. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't, there were literally just dads crying everywhere. <laughs> you have not seen dads cry like that since Harmon Killebrew died. Okay. It's, it was just dads just it, in tears. Okay, we'll get back to the knockout round. Let me okay. ask you, okay. were they legitimately crying? Yes. Dudes are crying? There were dudes crying. Yeah, and I'm not judging. I'm just curious if oh, yeah, there was, were. There, 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 was, there was weeping. I um, have not seen a ton of emotion at concerts. Um, I remember when I was 18, I went to Midway mm-hmm. with my aunt and uncle and a couple of their friends. And they were all like 32, so mm-hmm. I thought they were the coolest people in the world. They mm-hmm. brought me to this all-ages REM show yep. at Midway. With Wilco? And Wilco Open. So it was one of my first concerts. Yeah, that's a and good And it was the coolest thing get. in the world. It was really oh, yeah. cool. Really, really lucky. Yeah. You know, because were you, were you there? Or no, my brother just... was a fucker. So it rained, like yep. a rainstorm. Yep. Just fucking people were soaked. And yep. it was really cool. But I remember <clears throat> being 18 years old at, like, the height of my cynicism, mm-hmm. uh, looking around, um, it kind of we're trying to snake our way mm-hmm. through a few people to find uh, where we were standing. And some do the song, uh, is it Fall On Me or yes. Don't Fall On Me? I don't know. Fall On Me is the name Fall of the song, me. yes. Um, it was a single off of Life's Rich Pageant. It got to like number 70 on the U.S. pop charts. And so I'm, I'm not trying to play dumb with that song. I love that song, mm-hmm. right? It's a great yes, song. It is. But I, didn't, I just wasn't positive what the song name was. Anyway, um, they were playing that. Yeah. And I remember looking and some dude had his like hand, two hands in the air like he was at church, mm-hmm. and his eyes were squeeze, squeezed shut. And I don't think he was crying, but he was really close. And it yep. looked to him like this is, this is my religion. Yep. Like this is it for me. This is church for him. This is yeah. church, yeah. And it was really interesting. And I remember being like kind of having one of those moments of like, well, wow, music means a lot to people. Mm-hmm. A little bit more than because I liked R.E.M., but I yeah. kind of wanted just like to be cool and hang with my – very cool, uh, or maybe they were like mid twenties. My aunt and uncle, you know, they were like very cool yep. at the time. So anything yeah. they did, I would do. Uh, but that was the first moment I was like, "Oh wow, this is really People like really that crazy." Yeah. Um, so, what is the most emotion that you've seen exhibited at a show? Was that it? Boy, um, man, there's. I mean, I've been to enough shows now to where I've seen like you know just people lose their absolute ever loving mind, right? And just trying to think of one example, man. Well, when you pass out at the Backstreet Boys concert, it was pretty funny. <laughs> they played. I wanted that way. Yeah, um, I know, of course. Oh, actually, um, you know, I I saw Springsteen when he played at the XL, and um, there were people around us who just, you know. The minute I mean, like he played Atlantic City. Uh-huh. Speaking of, I want it that way. It's the same chord progression. <laughs> you can look it up. Um, it's um, they uh, yeah they yeah I mean grown grown men just absolutely just you know it it hitting them yeah and do you think that it, was that the song that was the most it would it would yeah that oh no, I'm sorry a uh, Tenth Avenue freeze out when he paused for when he talked about Clarence Clemens who had recently passed away all right that's um that good. was yeah and, like good. he like, he that's stopped the, the song in his tracks works. and people are just you know yeah it was that's I'm getting pretty close myself 
Yeah. And it was just one of those I would have guessed, and not being a Springsteen um, expert, I would have thought Thunder Road might be up there in terms of sentimentality. Oh, yeah. Although that might be been more of a fist pump, you know. Yeah, that's thing. true. That's true. You know, bringing bringing out the bringing out the the specter of death will always get you a that'll little. Do. Yeah, that's automatic win. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. Okay, you want to go back to the knockout round? Yeah, let's go back to the knockout round. Okay, so you would rather get you would rather see the replacements in concert again than see Tibbs get fired. Yes. Okay. So the leader in the clubhouse right now. It, would you rather see the replacements in concert again or your Purds win the Stanley Cup? Um, replacements in concert again. <laughs> the Purds don't need my help. <laughs> All right, so I'm a, I'm thinking the replacements might go on a run here. We'll see. Yeah. Okay, uh, replacements in concert again or 500 quality at bats from one Williams Astudio. Uh, 500 God. quality at bats. That's love, a lot of. He is. I mean, as the you know the most beloved Minnesota twin in franchise history. Franchise history. Uh, God, no one denies this. No, no one denies. No one even argues it. No one. Um, but I still got to go with the replacements. replacements. Right? Yep. Okay. Do you? How many at bats? Okay. How many at bats do you think our large son is going to get this year? Um. Let's see. He's he was the, he's the backup catcher. He's backup catcher, but he was really good last year. He was, and we don't know how Castro is going to be coming back from a knee injury. Yep. As a catcher, as and, you would and say, he was not good before his injury. No, league average, not even backup hardly. catch. Oh, yeah. so like average backup catcher. How many at bats do they typically get? One hundred and fifty or yeah. something. Yeah. So if, if Castro has got a little bit lower start, I would say if Vegas were betting. And not doing any work, just like we do. Yeah. They would probably say he, his over-under on at-bats is like 175. Yeah, probably 175, 200 tops. Yep. Over-under. I'm going to go over. I'm going to be, I'm gonna be optimistic. Too. You know what? I wanna, the glass half's full. I know. I want to be optimistic. Um, I wanted to see our son do well. I do. I've transferred we my love him. for Byron Buxton to him, I think. Because <laughs> Buxton just can't. Temporarily. The minute Buxton sees a curveball, right. he like, you know goes through the land of wind and ghosts he just is completely it just freezes and i feel so bad about it Mm -hmm. and then he hurts himself in the outfield trying to chase down a ball and it's just like i I want things to be better okay okay so we're still going to choose the replacements but we love we love our son we love astudio yes okay uh all right replacements concert or the vikings make the playoffs replacements concert yeah yeah Easy. I need, yeah, Vikings make the playoffs like, you know, three out of every five years when something bad happens. And it's the NFL. Shit happens. Yeah. And, and by the way, you, you knew very well that I didn't say they win the they, – they win it. They yeah. just they make, just make the, the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, that's, and you know what that means. That's just heartache. That's just heartache. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like I don't need that shit. Okay. <laughs> that's stupid. Uh, the replacements in concert again or the new Veronica Mars season is better than that first season. Boy, that's a good one. Because that's um, coming out again. It's coming just out so on the Hulu, know. yeah. I just used this. Do you have Hulu or not? I do have Hulu. Um, is that part of your Apple TV thing, or is that a whole separate thing? Yep. Yep. We have, uh, we have Sling TV, mm-hmm. and that's how I watch my sports. Mm-hmm. you got to have my sports. you got to have um, your sports. Number two, we have Netflix, mm-hmm. which is, uh, there's got to be some, some fraud or some large-scale crazy shit is happening with Netflix, because there is like... A billion new shows. There's so many shows. And it's like $11 a month. There's yeah. nothing more confusing to me 
than how Netflix like continues to exist. Yeah. Because HBO, you pay about the same amount. Yep. And there's not even remotely the same amount of content no. on HBO. Yeah. We're gonna find out later that like something weird was happening. Yeah. It was, it's like a large pyramid scheme, mm-hmm. or who's that asshole, Bernie Madoff? There's yeah. a Bernie Madoff situation yeah. going think, on yeah, on I mean, Netflix. I'm sure of it. Again, don't you'll never go broke, um, you know, realizing the people in charge don't know what they're doing. Right, of course. So both the people running Netflix and the people who are apparently regulating Netflix, right. neither of them know what they're doing. They're trying to get as much money as they can. And I have to say, I, I, my sense is that we are mostly uh, listened to by, like, Mid thirties to mid forties dads, yeah. white dads. Oh, I, yeah. I assume that that's our that's, that's who we are. That, that, so. Those are our P ones. Yes. But if there happens to be anybody listening who's under like thirty, mm-hmm. you can't gloss over that point enough. The more you grow up mm-hmm. and read about executives and are around them or hear about them or you know stories, they. Rich people are just as dumb as poor people and sometimes way dumber. Super just because dumb. the people are in charge, they make dumb So fucking dumb. After, and it's not even like the, oh, well, you never know with context. Like, we're giving Zimmer the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Lots of these rich folks don't deserve any of that. And no. they're just, they're even dumber than we think. It's unbelievable some of these stories. Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump. They are like are immensely powerful people who are dumber than a bag of fucking hammers, and that's not e- not even like politically because I don't even no. think they're Republicans. No, I think they're no, they're, they're Democrats. They're so dumb, and they're like just like a couple of the most high profile examples right now. But I have to say, from when I was mid twenties to me now late thirties, um, that realization becomes true every year, mm, more and mm, more crystallized. Of mm. like, no, people weren't kidding. No. The rich and powerful are sometimes astronomically stupid. That's re- incredible to me. Yeah, yeah, the reason we're not all ash and cinder due to some sort of mistake with nuclear weapons is pure fucking luck. Pure luck. Okay. Anyway, so, don't say it for your retirement. We're all going to die. We're all going to die. Uh, so I have Netflix, and I also have Hulu as well. I don't really watch Hulu very often. Um if I remember right, that's where Happy Endings is. Yes. And so I basically rewatch Happy Endings like once a year. It's one of yeah. my favorites. And that's on um, Hulu right now. And that's on Hulu. And last I remembered. And Veronica Mars will be there. And Veronica Mars will be there, I think, in the spring if I yeah. uh, We've already decided right. that we're that we've already got the money set aside. Uh, like, you know, we already like uh, we yeah, got yeah. rid of we got rid of our pay cable channels and so good. get rid of those. Oh, yeah, and my weight. guess is that we actually still get one we have uh, one D V D a month. As part of our, we're one of those people. We still get like yeah. one DVD um, because sometimes it's the cheaper option than uh, on demand or going to. Uh, I guess people go to rental stores every once in a while. I don't, oh, yeah? but right. so we still get one just for the ones that we don't need. But it's just because we've had it for a while. And yeah. Just, but yeah, that'll be a thing. We'll probably get rid of that once Hulu starts. So yep. if you're asking me, um, so replacements concert concert or a really good season of Veronica Mars. Yeah. I mean, Man, really I good. really like that Veronica season one Mars. of Veronica Mars. Was so was good, amazing. Better yeah. than that is what I'm saying. Yeah, with all these people like being a little older and. Oh man, it's gonna be hard to reboot. But God, I do you know? Do we know if Dick Casablancas is in this season? I, I, I'm going to make a conditional. If Dick Casablancas is in this one, yes, I would rather watch a good season of Veronica Mars. If he is not, I stick with the replacements. Okay, so I'll let you how- make. I'll let you make the call. If um, you know but, what. We're optimists tonight. Uh-huh. So he's in it. He's in. Okay. Veronica, Veronica Mars. Mars. 
All right. Okay. An amazing new season of Veronica Mars, or they discover soft pretzels and cheese are actually healthy. And that's a lifelong thing. Boy. Oh, uh, boy. I mean, I think I'd eat that all the time. God, they are really good. So good. <laughs> we are at New Bohemia, too. Yeah, we are. Um, nah, Veronica Mars. Veronica Mars, okay. There's other snacks I like more. Okay. Uh, new, amazing Veronica Mars season, or the Wild changed their name to the North Stars. Easy. E- uh, yeah, North Stars. That's that. We, I mean, just the happiness that would bring to the entire Upper Midwest. My, my, I mean, my, my love for Veronica Mars is a fairly Nietzsche thing. Whereas the North Stars is. You such, think this is just going to lift up the entire the entire region? It's just region. such everything's better about that logo. I mean, the only good wild logo is the one that says Minnesota in script on it, which is a rip off the of the Edina High sweaters. Yeah. So the blo- yeah, a, cha- a change in blouses. That is yeah, absolutely. Okay, and uh, I lot. God damn it! I should have been keeping track of the chicken fingers metric, but I think I think I get bonus points for that. So I'm going to give myself. I'm I'm at five to three. I have it written down, so we'll go back and do a chicken fingers review just to make sure if you should like delete your account before we press stop on this thing. Okay, so uh, uh, North Stars blouse change Mm -hmm. or Sano drops forty, but just Mm -hmm. so you know, it's forty pounds and dongs. Um. Let's see. I am going to... A Svelte Snow no. drops 40 home runs next year. Or North Stars blouse change. I'm going to stick with the North Stars blouse change. Just stri- strictly because, okay. again... All right. Um, Snow's off-the-field stuff really still bugs the shit out of me. Okay, fair. So, fair. yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm definitely North Stars. Okay. North Stars blouse change. Or Pat Mahomes throws for 500 yards in the playoffs to knock out the Patriots. North Stars. North Stars blouse change or the twin sign Nelson Cruz or Edwin Encarnacion. Pick your guy. Ooh, I like it. Okay, Edwin Encarnacion, if I am remembering right, hits five home runs a game against the Minnesota Twins yep. every time we play. Okay. Yeah. And that just alone might help the, you know, the the wins above replacement by uh-huh. like 5, yeah. which is an incredible that's an incredible departure. It's already 83. Yeah. So year. yeah, I'm going to go with Encarnacion. Okay. All right. So blouse change loses. Yes. All right. Twin sign Edwin Encarnacion or Rudy Giuliani gets sent to prison. Giuliani to prison. <laughs> Just keep naming Republicans going to jail. I'm probably going to say yes. <laughs> I figured I could go on a run here, but I'm just going to yeah. stop with him. I just think he's just be the funniest one. He I don't would know be. why. It's just, he's America's mayor, he's and he's just, an absolute piece of shit. He's such a just a piece person. of shit. Again, get, garbage politics human being. Aside, you just he's garbage. Just a real shitty, trash. Oh God. He's the window broken windows guy who said like yeah. any small crime we need to prosecute, and even today was on TV going, oh come on. He's the guy who, yeah, after the World Trade Center bombing in '95, put the the command center for um, terrorism op- operations in the World Trade Center. <laughs> I, he's just, just uh, go on. I, I don't want to. Okay, but yeah. But you, but you chose that. So yes. Last question: Rudy Giuliani gets sent to prison, or Byron Buxton, 2019 All Star? Byron Buxton. Byron Buxton. Oh. oh, okay. I, I figured have feelings. I ended with that. I still have feelings I ended for with him. That. The figured. fire still burns, Brandon. Yeah, the I know. fire it's still a burns. Hard one to put out. You tried. <laughs> yes. It's one of those oh. trick ones that just doesn't it go is. out. I love him so. 
more than Rudy Giuliani going to prison. More, That's more, how much, and I exactly. figured that'd be the answer. And I just wanted people to know, yeah, That's how much we love our we our dear, uh, skinny our dear son. sweet Byron, our skinny as a rail, faster than hell, so always thin. getting hurt, Byron Buxton. Always, I love him so. Yep. Uh, yep. All right, so that was knockout round. Cool. Uh, okay, so let me ask you another question. All right. Um, this is a uh, change of topic. All right. And then we can move on and, and be done soon. Um, I feel like, is it true that Surly Beers has been, like, introducing so many more beers this past year than any other time? I feel like they're you guys oh, yeah, just by going far. nuts with, like, this, by this, far. this, that, whatever. Like, really expanding. Really broadly. doing a lot of R&D. So if you were going to be in front of a curious uh, noob... Mm. A beer noob mm-hmm. who's like, yeah, I'm not like a huge, crazy snob, but I've tried all your beers. What of these year's releases are the ones that you would say you should try these ones? These are plain to the cheap seats beers, the noobs beers. Mm-hmm. What would you say are the best ones for those guys? I would give him one of the hazy IPAs. Okay. Easy. Okay. That's the most popular thing among younger, newer beer drinkers because it's a little more, a little more fruity, a little so more. So the millennials are not ruining hazy IPAs. No, they're it's not. one thing we're not. Ruining. No, this is Gen Z or whatever the hell that one is. Okay, yep. So the younger than us. Yes, uh, that's the one you would give them because that's clearly where the that's the biggest market segment trend, trending upwards. Yep, is that one, and that started in the variety pack. Is that right? Or um, it, it has not been in any of the variety packs yet. We have not canned one yet. We will not be canning one until February. Oh wow! Not until February. Okay, yeah. so I we've been yeah we've been piloting them at the brewery. We've had like three or oh, four different okay. versions just to make sure. The issue with those is that they're so, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on with them. Is making them shelf stable. Yeah, and by shelf stable, I mean putting them in a can and the can not exploding, uh-huh. you know, and making them like have, hold up after like two three months where Generally you open negative. where you open it up and it hasn't gone entirely south. Right. And I mean they're they're very hoppy beers, so yeah. it's that's a thing that you have to be concerned with. We weren't going to put one out, so we like every time we brew one, we'll can it and then like set it aside, and like we'll have it warm stored, we'll have it in a cooler, and just you know open one up after two or three months and see what it tastes like. Make sure the can it's yeah you know something you can sell. And um, we finally, I think, after a year of uh, piloting it, we're pretty confident, and it's going to be called um, One Man Mosh Pit. Oh yeah, and it will be a year. Release. It will be a year-round release. It comes out in the first week of February, I believe. One man, Mosh and it's Man. really good. Yeah, that's okay. Okay, so how about the same question, but for like the crazy uh, beer snobs of like, what would you suggest to those guys of like this is the best of the of the crazy shit? Um, I will just say that Barrel Age Darkness comes out in April, and you'll enjoy. So it. Darkness is still kind of the thing for the. I would say, I mean, there. It depends on the kind of snob, for right. one. Um, there's always the the trend chasers who are going to like, you know, they're they've already moved on from hazies and they're onto like brute IPAs sure. or uh, sour uh, Berliner Weisses. I'm or, nodding, but I have no idea. Or what you mean. Uh, uh, kettle sours, fruited kettle sours. I mean, just there's all sorts of different little like iterations. Um, Basically, anything that tastes sort of like a candy you had when you were a kid, like a dessert stout or a pastry stout, those are very popular right now. Right. So it's, but as far as traditionalists go, I would say your barrel aged darkness and your axe man. Yeah. Just, you know, the quality is still there. It's it's everything you can want in an in an IPA or in a stout. Okay. 
Good to know. I was yeah. just curious. You guys have been like introducing cans on cans. Well, I mean, in a great way. A, yeah, I mean, it's but one it's just you want to give people a reason to like, you know, oh, what's this? You know, yep. it's something that stands out. It's they go to the surly section and they see something new from us that isn't furious or hell. Yep. And um, the numbers are the numbers. Um, I think of all um, liquor store purchases in 2017, 48% were new beers. Yeah, really? Yeah, which is just crazy yeah. when you think about it. And I mean, although you go to the craft section, there's always something new. Yeah. There's right. always a new brewery or introducing a new thing. So, Well, and I imagine there's also a little bit of... It's a way for us to stay competitive and yeah. still like you know pay attention to the... The core, the, and you, know, you like never know, right? Exactly. Like some beer that you guys might privately think, like, "Oh, it's fine," but we'll mm-hmm. see if it sticks. Is all of a sudden like the greatest thing in the world to yeah. other people, and you go, "Wow, we don't even." We were so surprised. It's sort of like a band putting out an album. Yeah. You know, if you ask any band, like, "Hey, was this your favorite song on the album?" The most popular, like, "No, we had no idea yeah. that we don't even like that song that much. Oh, we yeah. like this other well, one." Like, and the, it the, the, the example for us would be Rosé. I mean, right? That was just something like you know, our head brewer Ben. He just likes drinking Rosé wine, and he wanted to see if he could do one with a beer. So he did some experimenting. We put it in a keg, and it just it out. I think I've said this on the podcast before. It outsold Furious this summer yeah, in, in, the, in the beer hall, which is crazy. I mean, Furious does not get outsold ever, and right. it got outsold in the beer hall by Rosé like four out of five weeks. So, yeah, once we canned it, it's like, oh, okay, so there's a market for so this. That works, yeah. Yeah, and it's not like, I mean, it's called Rosé, so people are going to say, oh, chick beer. Yeah. But it's not. It's a lager. It's, it's, it's a really good beer that's, you know, not just for, like, you know, um, the stereotypical, you know, office secretary Right. Type of thing. It's a. Beer, it's a. Beer, it's for them for sure. Yep. But it's for everybody. And so yeah, I don't. I, I hate that again. That's the Mick Ultra thing. You know that whole uh-huh. chick beer thing. That's just so reductive. Very and silly. I, I hate that shit. Yep. And it's just. It's a. It's a good beer, and it's. Right. A, it surprised us by how well it did because awesome. it's. It's just. It was a little outside of what we normally do there. Okay, I have a dad life question for you. Yes. But let's first do a, let's track back real quick to, to do the uh, the count of the knockout mm-hmm. round to see how much trouble you're going to be in. Okay, please do. And here's what I think is very fun, is that you and I are going to pretend that if you have a winning record here, mm-hmm. that you're not going to get in trouble. You're it's, fucked no matter what. Oh, yeah, I, right, I know. I know I'm going to get yelled at, but that's okay. okay. So uh, Wolves make playoffs, Tibbs gets fired. You chose Tibbs gets fired. Yes, one or no. Okay, so you keep the record. Yes. Tibbs gets fired or replacements in concert. He makes one of the replacements, so uh, one and one. Okay. Replacements or purds? Um, it's a tough one. That's cause. a tough one because it's hockey, and he likes hockey. But he, he only teams. likes teams from here because he's from here, so one and two. One and two. Uh, replacements or uh, 500 at-bats from Astudio? Uh, he likes Astudio, too. One and three. One and three. Uh, replacements or Vikings making the playoffs? You still chose the replacements. Uh, he likes Zimmer one and four. One and four. Uh, this is not good. Uh, replacements or Veronica Mars? You chose he doesn't Veronica even Mars? know what Veronica Mars is. That's but I think he likes Kristen Bell's work as an actress. I know he's like he's hates done the replacements. He, he hates replacements. So yeah, two and four. Two and four. Uh, Veronica Mars or soft pretzels? You chose Veronica Mars. He loves soft pretzels. You know that. Two and five. Two and five. Uh, but here's here's a good one, uh, Veronica Mars or North Stars. Oh, three and five, good three and five. Yeah, North Stars or Sano dropping forty. Four and five. Four and five. Here you go. Uh oh. Oh shit. North Stars or the Patriots are knocked out of the playoffs. 
he still likes the North Stars more. Five and five. I think he got to 500. Here we go. North Stars or Edwin Encarnacion. You um, chose against the North Stars here. I did, but I also think he likes it when the Twins do well because I know yep. he takes his kids to the game, so I'm going to go six and five there. Okay. I'm giving myself six and five. You're going to give yourself six and five. Yes. Encarnacion or Rudy Giuliani going to prison? <laughs> six and six. <laughs> uh, Rudy Giuliani going to prison or Bucks and All-Star? Seven and six. Seven and six. You did yes. it. Oh, yeah. About five hundred. God damn it. Awesome. Still, you're so fucked. Oh, I'm still screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna you're get screwed. yelled at. Okay. Last question. Dad life. Yes. Uh, can you tell me your thoughts as a dad uh, about Christmas coming up? Um, this is the first time since having kids that we're not doing Christmas at home. Oh, okay. We are flying out to Seattle on Christmas Eve to visit my in-laws. Oh, remember you and guys touched on yes. this last week? So yeah, we will be out there all week, and it's I, I, it's weird. We we did not we're not putting a tree up this year. We just have a couple of decorations. Yep. Um, a small little small little Charlie Brown trees in the corner, um, with a couple of lights and a little Christmas village, and that's it. We are not going full borks. We're not going to be there. Man. It's weird. It is absolutely weird. It seems like it's not really happening. Yeah. And. It would be very weird. Honestly, I think if the kids were younger, we would do the whole shooting match. We would have if the whole, yeah. Regardless of whether they're there or not, we put up a big old tree and yeah, right. Get all the homemade decorations. Dress well, Christmas because it's Christmas and that's what yep. you do. But um, we didn't this year. It's weird. Um, I don't know that it's. I'm not saying it's a bad weird, but it definitely feels off. You know. Yeah. And. So I, that's kind of where we're. I mean, again, the kids are older. They 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 know the truth that Bush did nine eleven, and um, um, sorry, they know the truth about you know the the, the gift giver outers. Yeah. Um. So it's it's I don't know. It'll be weird next year. Almost. I mean, and again, you never want to say things for never plan anything ever. You know that. Yeah. Um. But we're probably going to be in a different place next year. Yep. So that'll be different how we handle that. Um, obviously, Piper will still be with us, but um, it'll be it'll be weird. I don't know going forward how it's going to be. Right. We still celebrate the holidays, even though we're not, you know, church. I, we got the kids baptized, and that was it. That was we, it. No, no, we're yeah, not church-going people at all. Did your duty. Yeah, so we did. Right. Yeah, we said if you ever want to do it, you feel free to do it. We'll, we'll support you in everything you want to do, but... That was not a thing that was for us, and we don't judge anyone on doing it or not doing it. Um, so I, it'll be, man, I, do, I don't know. It's again the, with the kids being older. I really, it's kind of uncharted territory for us. Right. We don't really quite know, have a handle on it yet. I don't think. How was it for you? <laughs> uh, well, it's it's hard for me. I I hate to say it. I'm. I don't know. It's I have to qualify it. I am a little bit of a Scrooge in the whole uh, getting gifts and giving gifts and spend a million hours here and a million hours there and the whole tradition mm-hmm. of it. Just none of it makes a ton of sense to me. Um, like this year, Christmas is on a Tuesday, I believe. Yes. And so I would think that most family members would be like, well, if we if it's easier for people to get together on like Saturday or Friday, we should just do that. But I. A lot of people are very traditional, like, no, it's got to be on the actual mm. day. Mm. Because this is the tradition, and we have to do yeah. it the same way we have to do it. And yeah. uh, and gifts, I just think, I guess it's maybe more of a, I'm a middle-class white guy who thinks that I have everything I need, and I don't need mm. to get gifts, and I don't need yeah. to give gifts, and all that sort of stuff. But I just end up being a little bit 
Like, we're just doing a bunch of stuff that we don't actually enjoy doing just mm-hmm. for the tradition of it all. Mm-hmm. And that that bums me out a little bit. So yeah. I'm a little – I'm not the happiest camper with a lot of the Christmas stuff. Yeah. I have a blast with my kids in a million different ways, and Christmas doesn't make it any better for them. It actually yeah. kind of makes it worse. They're a little bit more spoiled and mm-hmm. have to deal with more shit in the house. And yeah. So I don't know. You know, I, I have found that I – love more than anything is traditions that we've started more than the traditions that were sort of I was born into so those are the things that I really tried I really have way more fun doing than the actual mm-hmm. Christmas stuff and it just gets exhausting I mean you have divorced parents I have divorced yeah. parents yeah. Oh, man. and that is yeah. just this added layer and you know I'm sure both my parents are listening and, and that's fine but um you know, there's not a certain level of hours you can spend with anybody that they go, that's enough. Yeah, it's, it's it, you feel like you're shortchanging you're or, or, or overcompensating no matter and what you do. that's not even divorced parents or not. It's any parents, right? Yeah. And, and then you get married, right? Yeah. And then you're yeah. shortchanging in-laws. Yeah. And you try to do the thing where, and, and everybody has great intentions. Everybody will tell you when you have kids, like, you got to make it your own. Yeah. And that's true, and that's good. It but is. it's not the way it plays out. You no, can't just, it's so difficult. Can you imagine... Even your daughters now are a little bit older, but yeah. just calling any of your family and being like, "Oh, we just don't feel like it this year. We're going to do our own thing. Yeah. We're no, no, excuse. we're going to Branson. Sorry, no guys. Reason. We're just you know whatever. That's not like Yakov's doing call a to show make. on Christmas Day. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's not an easy call to make, and you, you would never do it. So yeah. it's just you know, mm. it ends up being a really stressful time, and I'm just dealing with a seven year old and a four year old who mm. I love them to death, but again, they've had they get what they want. At all times. And so they're already pretty spoiled to begin with. And this just makes it so much worse. So I'm trying to balance being a good dad and being a good sport. That's like a very important thing that I need to work on. I'm not a good sport about Mm -hmm. shit at all. Mm -hmm. If I don't like it Mm -hmm. and I don't agree with this plan, I'm not a good sport about it. I am not just going to go along with it. And I need to be better at that. And this is a really trying test in that regard of like, Hey, we're supposed to do this at this time. And I go, God, why the fuck don't we do that tomorrow when it's mm-hmm. easier and we got mm-hmm. more time? Mm-hmm. That's my, you know, most of my brain. And I have to kind of dial it back and go, oh, no, yeah. that's, we'll do that. Yeah. We'll do that thing that you guys all wanted to do. So it's just, a, it's a tough thing. So I'm trying to get better at it. But I just don't know if it's like a me thing, mm-hmm. which a lot of it is, mm-hmm. or if it's kind of a more universal dad thing of like, geez, I, but I will tell you, one of my favorite days of the whole year not even days, moments, I would say, is Christmas Day night. Mm-hmm. Because all of our Christmases end, our last one is like late afternoon Christmas Day. Yeah. And I just, getting home, getting the kids to bed, and we never, I never worked the 26th. Mm-hmm. So, and there's also amazing basketball games on oh, yeah, every Christmas. Yep. So, the, the most quintessential dad thing is like, the kids are in bed, it's finally some peace and quiet. I'm going to crack open a beer or three mm-hmm. and finally just sit on my on my ass mm-hmm. and watch some good basketball. With all the Christmas lights on. And the lights are on, yep. but it's over. Yep. I have nothing to do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I can stay up as late as I want. Yep. I'm just going to spend my time staring at the TV or, like, throwing shit in the garbage. You yep. know, I'm unpacking this. I'm taking mm-hmm. tags off of that. I'm yep. unwrapping whatever. Yep. That is a good feeling. Oh, yeah. And I do feel bad that my favorite part of Christmas is that it's over. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm by myself, or just mm-hmm. me and Danielle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It's, and I also think I'm very jealous of your plan. And I would like to do that someday to just, like, 
I love you yeah. guys all, mm-hmm. but this is what we're going to do this mm-hmm. year. But you're right. Mm-hmm. I also I think that I would feel the same way of you as like, I think this is a great idea. Mm-hmm. It is weird. It's just a little bit yeah. weirder thing. And so you never know until it happens. But, man, as of now, mm-hmm. where I'm sitting, the grass is much greener on your side. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, the Christmas Day thing, I was talking about this at work uh, with our co- my coworker, Bill. And his favorite thing in the world is like on Christmas Day when everyone's there and it's like 80 degrees in the house. Oh, God. Volunt- and noise and just everything, so much commotion. Volunteering to take out that big bag, two bag bags of garbage that's just wrapping paper so it's uh-huh. super light. Bringing them out to the garage and just sitting outside. It's kind of cold, but it's quiet as hell. Yeah. And just maybe you're having a cigarette and a beer out oh, there. Oh, man. And if I like, smoke, that would be my favorite exactly. cigarette of the year. He's trying to quit. He's trying to quit right now. So I think that's going to be difficult on, oh, man. on the 25th. But, yeah, it's, it's that feel. Yeah, and I've done that before, too, where it's just like it's quiet. I know. It's like, it's like, you know, 20 degrees out. There's a little bit of daylight, depending on when it is. And it's just it's just perfect. Yeah. That's that's. One of those like you know, coat coat hook moments or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, but yeah. It's like yeah, this is this is Christmas Day to me. Is as the as moving from the child to the father, this is Christmas Day to me. Is being outside in the quiet with yeah. my with my two bags of garbage right. and maybe a cold beer in my hand. That's not that's not too shabby. That's actually pretty a pretty good holiday for so me. So good. Yes. Did you ever create traditions with your kids for Christmas, or was it always just sort of like we're gonna we got a lot of other shit going on. No, um, we basically just wanted to make it um, as simple for them and for all of the family members who wanted to be a part of it. As we, we were pretty accommodating. We didn't really right. like say, this is how it's going to be. This is protected time. This is about our family. If you guys want to join, that's fine. But these are the rules. No, we never did that. That would. So, yeah, we were like, you know, at least I would say a good half of the kids uh, – Lives. Um, my mother-in-law would come over and spend the night because she okay. loved being up in the morning when the kids open their presents. Oh, right, and I, I bet. I mean, if Celia and Piper have kids, I can. I You'll can be guarantee that would be a thing that I would <laughs> really love to see. Just because yeah. that, that is just because you remember how you were when you were totally. A kid. Just it's the, the absolute, most universal thing the in the frenzy, world. The absolute getting up at four forty-five in the morning, and mom and dad just barely awake. It's funny. I am kind of. I'm looking forward to it. And you're right. Yeah, it's yeah. just a funny thing. And you know, it's. I, I think an important thing to realize. Mm-hmm about that too mm-hmm. is it doesn't really matter what presents there are yeah. it could just be stockings yeah. something small you don't need mm-hmm. to have thousands of dollars worth of whatever no. but something about just santa santa don't the wake us up and then we'll... a whole bunch of fucking things that right. are free yeah and uh, your house i mean that's awesome so cool yeah i agree I'll, 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 and i know there's like people who like hate the whole santa thing uh-huh. and I, I get that but shit man it's awesome it's fun and like you know better than anybody is mm-hmm. like that's so temporary that's yeah. just a couple years where you couple, have yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, you know, from four to like nine or ten before you start, wait a minute. Right. You start like, the, the, the switch like goes on. It's like, how the fuck did he get yeah. in the house? I'm just thinking about logistics. How did he not death? get shot? At some point, Santa would have gotten <laughs> shot. going to shoot him. He's, a, he's an intruder. Right. Yeah. I think <laughs> so, Jones already, he like has a bunch of older kids that he plays sports with that is like after oh, yeah. school thing. That is so like that is the joy of the high school bully, yeah, or the, right. the high school bully, like the middle school bully, yeah. is letting younger kids know about Santa Claus. Well, Jones, I mean, it's again, I just think it's so interesting to to see life of like I was a I was a tiny kid, I was a late bloomer. Mm-hmm. Jones has already been sort of the opposite; he's a big kid, mm-hmm. and just like even that mm-hmm. tiny little mm-hmm. tiny tiny mm-hmm. tiny difference can change the way you are thinking growing up. So it's a perfect yeah. example. 
Jones loves going to after school mm-hmm. program. He mm-hmm. actually asked to. We're like, no, you can take the bus home and mom will get done with work early. You mm-hmm. can just come home. And he's like, no, 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 no. Please let me go to the after school thing because yeah. I like that, which is so it's different where, than it's me. where his friends are, yeah. But it's where his pals are. Mm-hmm. And But he's, he's big, so mm-hmm. he's good at sports. So mm-hmm. the older kids let him play with him. And the first thing he said last year, right around Christmas time, he was six last year. Mm-hmm. So he was in kindergarten, but he played with like third graders or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was yeah. like, all the kids I play with after school are telling me there's no Santa. And we're like, how on earth did you already at six years old hear this? Mm-hmm. Because that's why. Because he's hanging out oh. with the older kids. So he already knows. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but of course he doesn't know, no, right? Yeah. I mean, he's young enough where he doesn't really question. And he's like, well, uh-huh. if there's free shit, yeah. I'm not going yeah, to bite the hand that feeds. You don't want to. The, the gravy train is on. Yeah. It's, don't, don't fuck it up, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I think there's just this. There's some sort of like program like for the third graders whose dad steps out for a cigarette and doesn't come back. Yeah, that's his. That's his way of getting back at dad. Is letting, it. Let, letting <laughs> yeah. kindergartners know that Santa ain't real. Yeah, so, so. it's already ruined. But I think it's yeah. interesting too the uh, traditions with family. It's it's very hard to do when it, in, mm-hmm. in an existing holiday. Yeah. I remember last year or two years ago, I think it was. I was like, you know, what's mm-hmm. going to be the thing is when we get up, we do the Santa Claus thing. We're going to have. I forget what it was. We're going to have waffles. I'm going to mm-hmm. make like some homemade waffles. I'm going to buy the waffle iron. I'm going to mm-hmm. research the best recipe because we love breakfast food. I'm going to do that. Uh-huh. And then we had it the one year, and it was good. And then last year, we were like, I don't really want waffles this year. Mm-hmm. And then it just ended up not. Like, you can't force yeah. these traditions no, to you come can't. true. It's like, yeah. no, that's just not going to be a thing anymore. We'll figure something out. But that's waffles in the morning is we don't really like yeah, them. No, I, I, one year, I made um, that overnight oatmeal with the steel cut oats that you make in the crock pot. Yeah. Um, on the 28th, when I was still trying to get the crock pot clean, <laughs> that's when I realized I'm not going to do that fucking again. That'll do. So, yeah, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. Right. So just you never know with these traditions what's going to stick and what's going to yeah. not. But I'm, I'm going to do my best, and I wish other dads out there to uh, the best dad advice I can give, at least in this time frame, is, again, just try to be a good sport about it all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not. This is not our holiday. <laughs> no, this is absolutely not about you at all. The sooner you realize that, the better. Yeah. So yeah, just, it's just, like your just ride, ride the wave of the kids, man. That's just enjoy their enjoy their right. enjoyment. That's a good point. Good advice. All right, that's all I had. Same here. That's all my content. Okay. All right. Well, that's are we going to do up. one before the? Ho- I don't. I mean, it's going to be tough next week. It might be tough, but we'll see. And I mean, we'll it'll be the Vi- We'll have a Vikings game to react to. Yep. Um, we might Chicken have fingers is going to want to rip you a new one. Although, of course, he's not going to be. He's not going to be here to do it. So. He'll send a, a lengthy email. With, with, with footnotes and an attachment. Links to all the uh, porn addresses he signed you exactly. up for and all the newsletters just, uh, and all, all that. Sorts of, I didn't know there were that many pictures of Goatsa. I didn't <laughs> yeah, know that. I thought it was just so the one like, website. Just the one guy. But, um, but John might be around. So, but yeah. I'd like um, to try. Yeah, if, if we don't, um, have a very happy holiday, Brandon. You too, buddy. And everybody else. Yep. Goodbye. Later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.